Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with the good news. Hello, friend. It is Angie Austin with the good news. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got the uh, good news team here. Donna Hetzler, uh, she's in real estate, but she also has a ministry uh, called Jericho Girls. Michelle Betts, also interestingly enough, in real estate. And then Erica Raymer, and Eric is uh, a radio guy. I live in guy. real estate. You live in real estate. Yeah, you live in, <laughs> in real estate, right? Good move. And he's in PR now. Erica uh, does some radio still as well. Uh, many years doing that, mostly with me now. And uh, Dave, producer Dave. So we're all here ready to share some good news stories. So let's just get into the good news so we have time uh, to cover these people who are doing amazing things. Is that right? Right. Well, I want it today to be about people doing incredible things. And recently, um, just right over Christmas, uh, whatever, a month ago, I guess, um, this guy was the first guy ever in history to walk all the way across Antarctica, and uh, it's pretty incredible. I'll wait till you hear this guy. Like some of the things he's done are incredible. Yes, did, Eric. Did, did you say Antarctica? Antarctica. He walked across Antarctica. the seventh continent. Yeah, like he uh, like goes to the South Pole, uh-uh. and then keeps going. Wow. Gosh. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And he's just got a. This love for life, and you know, he's like been to the top of Everest, and it's apparently it's, not. I like walking, but well, apparently not. Antarctica's c- cold. Yeah, I, I, I like walking, but I the cold that you know much of the country's been over in the last uh, you know uh, dealing with over the last week. I, in fact, it, like up in the Midwest, you know, with the fifty and sixty below wind chill factors this week, um, my old hometown where my dad lives, they canceled school three days in a row. Mm. Yeah, really? Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. Ooh. I don't like cold. No, me either. I mean, I can't stand it. <laughs> we're lucky here. And, and you know, and we're our, our Birmingham, they've got great weather. Up in Portland uh, area, they've got great weather. And here in Colorado, we oftentimes also have great weather. We've had 50, 50s above zero uh, this week. Yeah. So that's been good for us. So yeah, we're the still whole week's pretty too. nice. Yeah. Even though it's, you know, cold right now, we're still spoiled. I mean, if you have to do winter, if you're not a winter person, this is the place to. Do. Yeah, yeah. Friday, like might you know, as well do it here. Snows on Monday. We'll be Sunny. golfing on on Wednesday. Friday. There's a girl in the office from Maine, and a couple weeks back, she, uh, we had a snow, and then it kind of got warm. She was like, "So was that it? Is winter over?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And she, she's like, "Well, you know, I'm tired of this back and forth. Like, is it winter? Is it spring? Is it winter? Is it spring?" And I was like, "Well, it's still gonna get worse. It's still the middle of winter." I was like, "But you should just." Enjoy the sunny days while you can. <laughs> yeah, the sunshine I love. I, I don't know uh, how, if I if I I couldn't live in a climate where I you know had the overcast skies. The Seattle or even the Midwest when I go up towards Chicago to visit my in-laws, we'll go for like, like nine days and you won't see the sun in the wintertime at all. It's real hazy. Yeah, I can't and do I, it. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's kind of depressing. I hate that. I so think speaking it's of the cold, this guy. I think it's <laughs> sunny in Antarctica. In the in the video, it's sunny, but uh, it's pretty incredible what this guy does. And just listen to his—you can really hear his passion. 
In a week typically focused on the North Pole, an intrepid adventurer is directing our focus to the other end of the globe, to Antarctica, where Colin O'Brady made history. Kind of my letter to the world for people to, to dream big and be inspired. He's now the first to traverse the continent from coast to coast, solo, without any assistance. O'Brady started the 932-mile adventure November 3rd, crossed the South Pole December 12th, then on Christmas, with the end oh so close, decided to make one final drive, sprinting nearly 80 miles in an ambitious 32-hour stretch. Something just came over me. I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could just go for it all in one crazy. And yesterday, the 54th day of his journey, O'Brady reached the finish line. When I arrived there, I was, you know, extremely exhausted, just overcome with joy and emotion, tears streaming down my face to an audience of zero. O'Brady has danced with danger before. Ten years ago, while in Thailand, he was severely injured by a fire with burns covering nearly a quarter of his body. But that didn't stop him from finishing triathlons. I'm on the summit of Mount Everest! From scaling mountains and so much more. Now he has tackled Antarctica. A dream this big is certainly outside of the box. You know, uh, there's a reason no one in history has ever been able to accomplish this feat. Another adventurer, Lewis Rudd, is also trekking the continent and is near the end. But in this epic race, Colin O'Brady can now say he did it first. Joe Fryer, NBC News. Uh, so it always amazes me the amazing Clark's feats that people are, are like capable of. Yeah, like those ultra marathoners. Uh, but right? it also yeah. amazes me that. Nobody's walked across Antarctica yet. Like, we've been here, you know what I mean? Like, well, it seems said, like there's nothing else in history. Like, everything in history has been accomplished been, been already. Done, yeah. Like, there's nothing else to do, but that's clearly not true. He said it here. Uh, he said, you know, there's a reason why, why n- nobody else does it. Uh, you said, Dave, you can hear his passion. Uh, my friend, that is that is psychosis <laughs> that you are hearing. And, and, and the guy says he sprinted the last 80 miles. I can maybe sprint oh my to my gosh. mailbox. <laughs> and back. Yeah. How do you sprint? And, well, I, I, I can sprint to the mailbox, but I b- take a break there and then I wait to sprint back. Cause I 80 just, like, miles. I, when I go from the basement to the top floor of my yeah, house, a little I'm bit tired. Out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> right. Frozen you, need, like, you bring your Gatorade with you and have a little sip. Yeah. When and you it's 70 to degrees in your house, too. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. No way. Well, that's great that he wants what to, though. Stud. I mean, yeah, what a stud. Well, I, I read a book once about, about this guy who was an ultra marathoner. And then I, I remember reading like about some bull rider. He's one of the greatest bull riders. I don't know. I don't understand these things that um, I don't know if it's sometimes I know people want to get attention for things and that kind of fuels them. Or they just want to feel that they've succeeded in accomplishing something that's very difficult to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, a I don't passion, really I think. Because our friend Don, the publicist, yeah, he loves to climb mountains and hike, and you know he'll yeah. send me pictures and texts, and I'm like, "You go, dude! Right. <laughs> I'll be the water girl at the bottom if you want there me you to go. come by." You know, he did a tour here, doing all the 14ers last summer, and it's just a passion. He loves it, and it's where he connects with God on the mountainside. So that makes uh, sense. Yeah. I mean, when I go, when I drive up to the Rocky Mountain National Park in my car, I also feel <laughs> right. connected yeah. to God when I'm up high in the mountains uh, and then walk out, you know, in the parking lot and gaze at the, you know, sky. I do understand why they connect with God in that setting. I've, I've yeah. got the, the Google 
yes, here. Yes. And uh, I, I wondered what kind of dangers he might face on this oh, trek. Oh, good. Right? Let's Because, yeah. you know, you think you might get eaten by something, right? Or, or something right. like that down right. there. Yeah. Or yes. just frozen. But Well, that's it. Well, that's the thing, because you don't want other hikers to come by and, like, right. see you frozen in the ice. This is true. Well, you know, yeah, that'd be embarrassing. Angie. Yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> Told her she couldn't make the trek. Uh, <laughs> so there are no polar bears in Antarctica. Did you know that? No. Yeah. no. no. Too cold for them. Well, I wrote, I asked, I said, why are there no polar bears in Antarctica? And it says right here, because, Eric, polar bears are smart. It's cold down there. <laughs> Penguins are the only thing, the only wow. predators out there. Wow, could be pecked to death. Right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. I saw some lady uh, was doing, like, Climbing mountains and stuff in bikinis, like that was her thing, and oh, she yeah, just she... died recently. Yes, but oh, she didn't God. climb in the bikini. She'd put the bikini on for the pictures at the Oh, because I'm like, yeah, why? She fell. <laughs> yeah, she fell, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay, and she was fa- Yeah, there's been a, a, a fair amount of people uh, taking pictures on cliffs who've fallen lately, and also selfies with wild animals. Like, Stop it. Selfie with a buffalo is not a good idea. When you no. turn your back, he sees your rear, and sometimes they go, you know, they go for it. The moose on the ski slopes. Uh, yes, did you see that I, I video? It's ridiculous. Yes. The moose is like within three feet of and people. And they're chasing the skiers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, my god. Stay away from Buffalo that. selfie, the lady that got rammed in the rear. The one with the grizzly bear chasing after the skiers, that's not real. Oh, oh it's not? Because that one. scared me to death. Yes, right? <laughs> oh, I'm never skiing that's again. Just, that's not real. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the moose one, though, that the moose was is a very real. Yeah. Rip. It just, it just makes me laugh and it makes me sad that people are so desperate for fo- the photo- perfect photographic health evidence. This is what they, the cold does to your head. <laughs> no, I think it's our culture. I might die, but you know, at least I got a good pick out of it. I'm glad that one's fake kids. because I just kept thinking, why isn't that bear hibernating while those people are scanning? <laughs> <laughs> it's hibernation time. a good question. <laughs> oh, I so I have another one. clip for us if you want to listen to it. Another amazing feat. So, it's, yes, it's this another amazing feat. So unfortunately, it starts out sad. This mother was in a car wreck with her daughter and her daughter was severely had a severe brain injury okay. and now she's incapable of like walking or taking care of herself however uh, what they did before the accident was kind of uh, they were very very active after the accident they decided they were going to do the iron man together so what? pretty wow. incredible this has always been Beth and Liza James' special mother-daughter time. When she was an infant, I would take her out in a jogging chair. But when Liza was six, the family was in a horrific car accident, leaving her unable to speak and walk. I'm beyond thankful that she is with me, and I'm determined to give her the most beautiful life. So she began taking Liza out for runs, just like before. Liza loved it. They started doing 5Ks, 10Ks, then triathlons and marathons. Beth felt together they could do anything, even an Ironman. The 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike ride, and 26.2-mile run is a formidable challenge for any athlete. But 53-year-old Beth also has to pull Liza and her adaptive equipment. For months, Beth tirelessly trained for this race day. We're so ready for today. The swim starts before 7 a.m. Two hours later, they're out of the water. Love you guys. And on to the next leg, their biggest challenge. Nine hours to finish the steep bike course. Beth pushes up hill after hill. 
barely finishing in time. And there's still a full marathon to go. Exhausted, they log five miles, then 10. As night falls, Beth's husband joins for the final push. Then, as midnight approaches, the crowd roars. They've done it. It's too real. It would be worth it just to see Liza's face at the finish line again. They couldn't really see though, but uh, when she's on the bike, she's in a trailer behind yeah, the bike. I'm showing when her right now. When she's swimming, Whoa. she's like strapped to her back. Oh, I, well, and also I saw the swimming. There's like a special little, um, uh, like a like a kayaky thing that they pull behind. 2.4 mile then, swim. She's running. She's in a 112 mile bike ride. 26.2 mile run. Are you out of your mind? And you know what's funny? What that. caught my attention was for the final push, the husband joined in. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just saying. She's pulling a kayak in this one, but you said sometimes she has her on her back. Yeah, I've seen her like she has this thing where she kind of like is in this bathing suit wrap thing and she kind of straps her to her back so they're Whoa. back to back and so when she's swimming the girl is like facing up in the oh water like such so a gosh be... because Whoa. you can't like struggle or get a cramp because if you go upright well i mean that's da- I, I i in the one i'm watching right now she's, she's pulling her in a kayak right because i would think having her strapped to your back with her face towards the sky and and then mom's face in in the water that, that could be a problem <laughs> You know, yes. Whoa. I mean, swimming two miles is a problem. Can you possibly be? Goodness oh gracious! My yes, no gosh. kidding. People can do she, anything. At the end, she said she wanted to do it again. Oh, and her daughter's hugging her. Oh my gosh, the end is just—I'm going to cry looking at her face. She's so happy. Wow. Oh, it's it's more athletic than I could possibly. That one imagine. I get. Yeah. Like the other one, oh, yeah. crossing Antarctica oh, like right. by yourself. Yeah. But doing it for your kid, of course. like I'd crawl over glass for my kids. Right. Well, I would too, but I couldn't do the ultra marathon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I could walk, like I could walk a marathon, maybe pulling yeah. them in a cart. But I don't know. I mean, that's that's that wow. A that's a physical feat. Yes, I don't see how people do it. It's a, I'm amazed without pulling someone. Right. A ground Just a grown a marathon person. is hard enough, but the ultra marathon. Yeah, the, the Ironman. You got you got Iron three Man. different. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the swimming, the biking, like a 112-mile bike. It said 26.2 run and then 2.4 swim. Do I have that right? Something to that effect. I got up and made myself coffee this morning. <laughs> oh, Me too. I'm with you. Eric. Right? <laughs> That's got to be just a mental a mental stamina. But the fact that that daughter like enjoys it too, that she right. wants to be mm. part of that, that's wild. Yeah, mm. that's that's pretty cool. I'll take mine to the gym and shoot around with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shoot some I'll, baskets. I'll, I'll rebound for you. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, shake the balls. I'll yeah. go out in the backyard and my son hits and I'll uh, you know, play baseball and I, I'll shake the balls or play horse with them and shoot See, a few that baskets. Counts. That yeah. Counts. It yeah. Does. <laughs> well, it's fun to be active with them in general, you know? Oh, yeah. It is nice. And I think so that the sacrifices we'll make for our kids, you know, I mean, that, that one's pretty phenomenal, though. Yeah, it, it is. It's kind of like yeah. uh, getting on the elevator. Yeah, I mean, do you? Does anybody else? Dave, do you do this when the, the elevator door opens? We talk about making sacrifice for our kids, so we always let the women and children enter first, right? Mm-hmm. You know why I do that? Right. I have f- terrible fear of the elevator falling. 
Really? Oh yeah. So so. So you let the kids fall? Absol- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like so you guinea let them pigs. first. <laughs> you like please guinea pigs? I mean, good children to, on to, to the elevator. All, all under the guise of being a gentleman, because Daddy didn't raise no slackers. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, have have you need- been to Europe? Uh, yes, ma'am. Because, uh, yeah, I could imagine that being a struggle over there. Yeah, they, they do not uh, do what? not respond oh, well to Some of the elevators chivalry. are only built for four people. Yeah. Right. Oh, and, wow. you know, with my ex-husband being seven foot, you know, 230, something like that. Yeah. You know, some. I mean, one time yeah. we got stuck in the elevator for a little bit. Really? And, yeah, like a lot of times his family would visit and be like, I'm not doing the elevator. I'm like, so you're going to walk up like 80 steps to the fourth floor of the apartment building? I'm like, okay. But, like, going in, like, with... Two babies, and then your push chair, and then and your groceries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your husband. It was scary every time we got on the elevator. This <laughs> this studio right here, uh, we're on the twelfth floor, uh, and we had uh, the elevator. I got into the elevator here. It went up at, from the basement, went all the way up ten floors, and then decided, nope, going down. I you almost are kidding no no me. no. I almost lost. All biological function. <laughs> as it we went down, ten it, floors. It, it, it slowly descended about eight floors, stopped, and then decided we're going back up again. And uh, and we, we, yeah, it was not a good day right here in this building. So we shouldn't uh, be in the elevator with you and do the jumpy thing. Oh, and, oh please! And... Oh, no, there's a producer. Just take the stairs. There's a producer Charlie here in this studio who who knows about my phobia, right? With elevators. Uh, yes, and uh, you use the elevators. Yeah, yeah, and we we, we we would get into the elevator together. And there was one time when there was uh, like they had bubble tape, uh, you know, on on the. Uh, in the inside of the elevator to protect yeah. it because people were moving stuff and charlie thought it was hysterical to touch near a, an electrical outlet like that oh and he's gosh. jumping and, and, and flailing <laughs> like he's being electrocuted oh yeah I, that's funny i I'm like that freaking charlie. out i pulled him Charlie's away <laughs> and he will laugh to tears today that was oh, 10 my, years he's ago such a character. <laughs> <laughs> i could see him doing that yeah, too not, not funny my sister's afraid of elevators too so she'll always take stairs no matter how many flights she's just really? so scared of elevators mm-hmm. my and daughter so, is afraid too yeah. we got stuck at, L, at mm-hmm. uh, dia oh okay yeah, I just, you know, then she'll hear an elevator story and she'll send it to me and she's like, see, it happened. Those are es- it happened. Those are hear escalators, about that? Angie. Hear? Those are stairs, moving no, no, stairways. No, we used the elevator at DIA. We got stuck in there and my, my daughter's still a little freaked really? out by that. Yeah. See, my knees won't permit me to be afraid of elevators. I just need to take an elevator. <laughs> like, my knees aren't going down some all these stairs or up all the stairs. All your knees. Yeah, that does not feel all good. from all your volleyball years. It was nice knowing you. Oh, that is <laughs> You get on for First, well, did you hear about that cleaning lady oh, three days in the elevator at the townhouse she was what? cleaning in New York City? Yeah, the story earlier in the week. Um, yeah, three days trapped in the elevator at a multi-millionaire's uh, townhome in New York City. At least she had something and, to eat because there's rats they, in, in the elevator. Oh, stop it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm going to have yeah. nightmares. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, if you're listening to the good news, we just want to say thank you. And we hope that you feel, I don't know, you guys, with the climate of the country... I get I almost I would say depressed about some yes. of the some of the things going on within our country and just like the tenor, you know, of discussions between sure. people. And so 
I, I, you know, I had a friend that we had political differences or whatever, but she and I are so much alike and I really love her. And so she and I were talking about how similar we are and try, I was trying to draw attention to our similarities. So I hope when you listen to the good news that, you know, the similarity of, you know, many of the people listening probably are Christians because uh, uh, we, we, it's a Christian show and that that brings us together. And so I'm just sad about the climate of the country and I'm hoping more of us can sh- show love and listen to people rather than, you know, make judgments about people. And that's one of the things I think that's good about the good news. We don't do much p- politics. I do plenty of news and politics on my other program. And this one's more about, you know, sharing these stories that I hope inspire people like the mom in the um, you know in the Iron Man everybody on the Iron elevator I'll, I'll lead how's that yeah he's yeah, gonna I, hold the door for he'll us go in first for us <laughs> hey uh, Donna's a ministry is Jericho Girls uh, Eric is in public relations and uh, Donna and Michelle are in real estate and if you have ideas for our show or you want to reach out to producer Dave who's also uh, working uh, doing you've got lots of things going don't you yeah, I'm going to be editing podcasts, so if you want to start or need a podcast edit, let me know. Yeah, go to AngieAustinRadio.com, and you can reach out to us. We'll be right back. The good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. All right, I have Melissa. She's an ambassador with ARC. You know I love ARC. I get great deals there, but the money goes back to the community and helps so many people. Melissa, tell me about ARC. ARC is just an amazing foundation who helps people with intellectual disabilities, and it's just amazing. I love working there. I've worked there for almost five years. Well, and I feel like there's a family environment there. Now, when I shop at ARC, we always say shopping with a purpose. So let's say I spend $10 at ARC, but how does it help other people? When you buy stuff at the ARC, it helps people with intellectual disabilities. It helps the community. I like working at the ARC thrift store. It's really fun. So. Well, I think you have such a fantastic personality. I think one of the best things about ARC are the ambassadors like yourself because I think you guys are the heart of the organization. And I find so much positivity, encouragement, and I want ARC to come to my house with a truck. What do I call? You call 303-238-JANE. Again, the number is 303-238-JANE. The website is arcthrift.org. Again, it's arcthrift.org. You rock, Melissa. Thank you for coming in to talk to me about art. Mountaineering Weekend is back at the YMCA. YMCA of the Rockies will hold its fourth annual Mountaineering Weekend, February 15th to the 18th. Recently named Best Family Resort in America by USA Today's 10 Best Reader's Choice Awards, YMCA of the Rockies is located on over 800 acres with three sides bordering Rocky Mountain National Park, providing the perfect landscape for outdoor enthusiasts and their families and dogs to explore mountaineering. The Mountaineering Weekend features educational sessions on winter survival tips and mountaineering skills like avalanche awareness, beacon rescue searches, orienteering, and the best first aid for backcountry. You'll also meet real search and rescue dogs and learn from their handlers how they use their keen skills to locate missing hikers. You'll get to explore a snow cave, attend a sled dog presentation while meeting the pups. All Mountaineering Weekend activities are fun and engaging for all ages. And all Mountaineering Weekend activities are free for guests staying in the lodge rooms or cabins. Book now at ymcarockies.org. Well, hello, friends. Hello. This is producer Dave. I'm 
we're going to be starting our next installment of my author series that I've been doing. I get all these uh, PR people, I get a lot of friends that are PR people, and I get a lot of books, and people want to get the word out, and not everybody can be on the show, because I don't think everybody sends me the best books, but this one in particular I thought was really good for our listenership, and for, and I think it's a really good thing for everybody to hear on the good news. I think this is really good news, so today we're going to be talking to Dino Kartsanakis. He's a world-class Grammy Award-winning composer. He went to Juilliard. He uh, went to the Music Conservatory in Germany. He's played at the Hollywood Bowl. He's played at the Lincoln Center. He's played at Carnegie Hall. He's won nine Dove Awards. It's uh, pretty exciting to talk to somebody so accomplished. And, uh, and man, he's just a really nice guy, too. Uh, but we're going to be talking to Dino Cartanagas. How are you doing today, Dino? Well, I'm really impressed with that uh, resume. My gosh. Yeah, I know. It seems like you could get a job well, anywhere you mean- want. Oh, my God. But anyway, it's great to be with you on, on your show, Dave. Uh, I'm really excited that uh, we're doing this interview. Of course, I'm known as a pianist, okay? I've, done, I've performed all over the world and, and the classical, but mostly sacred music. Uh, and probably well-known for the, the uh, Chariots of Fire. So uh, I've had a, quite, quite an interesting background. God has really blessed me. Uh, and uh, and I'm really happy to be talking to you. Well, I'm so happy to, to have you on the show. I thought it would be really great, uh, especially since you wrote a book, which is what I wanted to tell everybody about. But you have this book, and it kind of touches on a lot of things that affects a lot of us. But it's yes. this weird. So, and it, it it's funny how it's about music, and it's about yes. kind of old music versus new music and all this. But it really that the theme of what you're getting at kind of is bigger than that. Like a lot of things we talk about well, is bigger than that. It really affects more yeah. of our life because you're kind of talking about the, So your book is called hymn restoration 101 treasured yeah. hymns with devotions. And you're trying to rekindle a love for the new generation of the yeah. old classical hymns, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm really not an author. Uh, like I said, I'm a more pianist and I, and you mentioned composer at the beginning, but I'm mostly a concert pianist, but, uh, let me just give the background to this book. Um, the reason why I'm saying I'm not an author, because uh, I'll explain this. Uh, I do Facebook Live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, live. And I, I, I do it at the piano in my living room, uh, and I've been doing this for almost about a year, and uh, religiously every Tuesday night, well, 8 what's o'clock. your Facebook page so that everyone can look it up for Tuesday? Yeah, it's very cool. So here I am sitting at my piano, uh, just playing whatever classical gospel, mostly gospel, and uh, and it, you know the response has been fantastic. Until one day, well, when Dr. Billy Graham passed away, uh, it was sad for us, but you know God called him home, and uh, he was an amazing evangelist, world round. But anyway, he uh, passed away, and that day that he passed away, I decided to go on Facebook Live and do a tribute to him. And, of course, we know his crusades. Uh, I've worked with him in the past, and uh, he's endearing to millions of people. And I just sat at the piano, put a tie on. Uh, I, actually, I, I wore like a vest. I wanted to really respect him properly, and I sat at the piano, and I started playing the hymns that were sung in his crusade, hymns like Jesus Save and To God Be the Glory, uh, Just As I Am, you know, all these amazing hymns that Cliff Barrow would conduct the mass choir before Dr. Billy Graham preached and brought the word. Uh, and as I was playing, 
my gosh, I mean, I was getting thousands of hits, over 500,000 hits coming in by the hundreds. People saying, oh, we love this. Thanks for, for this dedication to our, our beloved Dr. Billy Graham. And thanks for playing those hymns. I wish we'd sing these in our, I mean, hundreds were saying, if we could only sing these in our churches again. So those, that music touches people in a way that the newer music doesn't. Well, they were missing the hymns in the church. Right. Over the past 10 years, you know, the, the hymns have been kind of going down, downhill. And, of course, the new uh, praise of word, which I love, too, you know. But and I thought, well, there is a demand for hymns out there. There are, there are masses of people that would love to hear the amazing grace and the songs that we were, we were raised on, you know, uh, we that are, little, that are older. So I thought, okay, Lord, what are you saying to me? So as a result of that amazing response, fast forward, uh, we put out this hymn called hymn book called Hymn Restoration, restoring the hymns that we no longer sing in our churches. And I thought, well, sure, my wife and I, uh, we thought, well, how can we best, you know, present these hymns? So Cheryl has written uh, articles and what have you, uh, and I and short stories and so on. I said, Cheryl, why don't you write devotions to these? Give a little historic background. I think people would love to hear how Fanny Crosby wrote the old rugged cross. <laughs> what made her write that song? Right. Let's give a little background. And she said, I'd love to do that project. Well, again, fast forward. She's written 101 devotionals. It starts with the, the history of the hymn, some personal thoughts that she had, that are devotional, and then uh, a scripture and a prayer at the end. So that's, that's to say, I did, not, I did not author that. I did not write that. The authors are the, the, the Fanny Crosby's and the, uh, uh, you know, the great uh, Wesley Brown, the great artists of, that, of, of the past. Right, right. Now, I just want to get something clear. You, you, we do love this music. I know my mother loves this music. Yeah, um, uh-huh. And I, I know uh, uh, it's just not everybody's cup of tea. Now, well, however, you know there is still that, new music that you can appreciate, yeah. though, right? But the, that's not the issue. The issue is this, that there's doctrinal uh, validity to these hymns, just reading them, not necessarily singing them, but just getting the, 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 the depth of the thoughts and so on. Right, right. A lot of our new stuff is repeated, repetitive. It's repetitive. And that's great. Repetitive is good. Praise God, praise God, praise God. We can do that. And I don't mind it, but we're losing the, 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 the depths of some of the, uh, of our, the foundation of our church. And if you read the lyrics of these hymns, I mean, I got the hymn book in front of me, and I can read some of this to you. It just it speaks to you. Right, and right. it speaks about God's power, power in the blood, the blood of Christ, you know, that was shed on the cross. And there's power, and, and, and it really brings that home to you. It's based on the Word of God. Absolutely, absolutely. So, this, so, uh, so, so let me thing. break in really quick, Dino. I just want to remind everybody we're talking to Gino, Dino Kartsanakis. He is a world-class pianist. He has written the book, Hymn Restoration 101, there, uh, and, and it came with his sister, Cheryl, wrote several uh, 101 devotions yeah. to these, and we are kind of revisiting these old hymns, and, and we're kind of uh, looking into why they kind of touch people a little bit more. Now, Dino, do you think that um, it, you're not saying that it, there's 
obviously there's a nostalgia factor with a lot of these songs that you're going through that, that you're talking about that you've kind of restored. Yeah. But do you think that it's more than that? They're actually better because the lyrics and the melodies and the music actually speaks to you kind of more deeply. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but a lot of artists are singing hymns right now. I have young artists. Uh, there's a new album that just came out by a top-notch country star. He's young, and he did a whole album. That is saying something right there. That, I found that out by the half a million, and it's still, it's still growing, that, that amount of people that are saying, please, we love, I get, I'm getting young people going, wow, this is cool. I never knew about this uh, heavenly sunshine. I'd love to tell the story. I'm reading the lyrics, and the music's kind of cool. You know, so uh, I think it reaches all ages. And it is nostalgic. That's true. I was raised playing this. I started playing when I was three years old. The first time I ever played was at the cross, at the cross, right first saw the light. You know, so it's ingrained in me. And once again, I'm going to say I, there are a lot of great new things written, too. Uh, I mean, we sing, that, we sing those in our church. But once in a while, when you throw a hymn in the mix, something happens to that congregation. It sounds louder. It, it sounds more. Uh, Gotta feel uh, it more. Uh, how should I say, dynamic? Right. Uh, there's an anointing on these hymns. And you think because fewer and fewer of these songs are being played, a lot of the younger generation, maybe the millennials and younger, haven't been exposed to them, and so they haven't really felt that power? And maybe, maybe your book could help bridge a gap between somebody who remembers and somebody who doesn't? You're probably right. I think that that's what it does, but I also believe in the anointing. The anointing is what makes it communicated. I know that these artists, when they wrote these years ago, they were anointed by the Holy Spirit in writing this music. And some of this music is written from experience, like it is well with my soul, this man that wrote it. You know, everybody knows, uh, uh, lots of people know the story that he, three of his daughters drowned in the ocean when they were on, a, on a, this big ship going to London. And, you know, it was a tragedy in his life. But he took that tragedy and turned it around and made it a, a, a message to the people that it is, even though it is well with my soul, knowing that my, my daughters are with the Lord and someday I will be there. Uh, so, you know, it's a, great, it's a great ministry. One could take it as they want, and, but it's a book that, that I'm really proud of. Uh, I'm getting a lot of responses. As a matter of fact, let me just tell you the second part of this, this book. Uh, I'm actually recording every one of these hymns as you would sing them in a church. And I'm playing the introduction, first verse, second verse, and people are, are wanting to purchase the, the four CDs of 101 hymns. So sweet little grandma's home all alone, and, or someone is, doesn't have friends or what have you. There's so many lonely people in this world. They'll take these CDs, put them in the CD player, get the hymnal out, and just, just sing along. Right, that's, right. That's part two. So that could be gone. Actually, let me give you the uh, email on that. Sure. Uh, people are... Uh, or this, it's, it's, this is going to be interesting to you, I'm sure. How you get these CDs is on BransonCake.com. That's BransonCake, not Cakes, Cake.com. They're going to ask me, why do people get your music on BransonCake.com? I happen to own a, a bakery, and I make the best carrot cake in the world. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm that's a good you. place to get it. BransonCake.com. Go look for the CDs, uh, yeah. the hymnals, um, get the 101 uh, uh, now, the, the hymnal hymno is another, another website. Right. Oh. And that's the publisher. That's the Norris Scott Publishing 
www.nocompany.com. That's where they get the hymnal first. Okay. I Great. encourage people Great. to go N O R D Nordskog S K O G. Nordskog Publishing Company. Nordskog yeah. Publishing Company. But, you know, it's pretty exciting. I'm really I feel like I've I have i have got a piece of uh, <laughs> art or whatever you want to call it, you know, that, that I'm I'm digging out of the grave and bringing and right, storing. Right. It's really cool. It's and you've been playing a lot of these songs though for obviously you've played them all over the world, right? And uh, Well I, I do. Besides you've seen, you've stuff, seen how you the know, music touches people though is what I, what I'm getting to is do you do you have any experience in, in all of the times that you've played a lot of these songs where you've seen people particularly touch or anything that sticks out in your mind in your long career? Oh, real! I, I really have. I really. When I sit down and play, a, even Amazing Grace, I mean, it's just it just almost changed the whole atmosphere, you know. Or it, there's just something about these. There's something magical. Of course, I call it the anointing about these hymns. So anyway, the book is out, and I would encourage the, grandmas and, and grandpas and parents to perhaps introduce it to their children and their grandchildren. You know, give them the book. Let them read through it. Uh, hopefully they'll like it. They don't have to sing it. Just read the lyrics and be blessed by it and be encouraged. You know, and uh, that's what ministry is all about. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. And every, everybody, Hymn Restoration 101, treasure, or 101 Treasured Hymns with Devotions by Dino and Cheryl Kartsanakis. Um, it's it's uh, reinvigorating a lot of old hymns. Be- this is... The, the most beautiful music ever written, uh, and it's it's being played again. And like Dino said, it will reinvigorate your whole church. It'll reinvigorate your life. Yeah. It'll help maybe uh, quell some loneliness. It will help. It's yeah, a great yeah. gift for somebody. Um, it's a great way to bridge a gap between two generations that may you know you might not be able to bridge that gap in another way. And and you can do all this through through the love of God and through it's a good way yeah. to express the love of God. By the way, by the way, I've got the love of God in it. <laughs> it's another one. Of oh, there you again. go. <laughs> and you explained it. You, thank you, Dave. You explained it really, really well. I can't really add to that, except when you go to the Dino, uh, when you go to the BransonCake.com, be sure to look at my cakes too. Music and cake. Come on. Music and the best carrot cake in the world in Branson, Missouri, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. It's my recipes. My father was a, I come from Greek, I'm a Greek background, okay? That's my culture. My dad was a bake, was a, my mother was a baker, my dad was a cook, so I was around food all my life. And uh, that's why I walked four miles a day. <laughs> that's what, and you were playing the piano the whole time, I guess, too. A lot of energy playing the piano. I just came back from Israel with uh, Governor Mike Huckabee and performed with the Israeli Symphony. Uh, that was a, that was a, that's my latest big event that I did, and I'm, I was very excited about that. That was a time when the embassy was dedicated in Jerusalem. Right, that's that's a pretty big deal. That's that's awesome. And what what's do you have any upcoming projects that you that you're working on besides your cake and your music and your new book? <laughs> Obviously, uh, as if you don't have enough on your plate. Do you have? Are you going to be touring or going anywhere? Yeah, going to be here right in the west. Doing mostly, for years, I did almost every night touring. You know. Right, but you know, the older I get, I, I, you know, the less, less, bigger, you know, I'm saying, and uh, so I'm doing like events, a fly in, fly out, or maybe even drive. Cheryl and I will drive to them, but now with the hymnal, uh, this new project and the response I'm getting, which is amazing, um, I may be doing more dates 
in reference to the hymnal. That's awesome. So you, you, be sure, please, let me know. I'll let you. I'll bring you on the show. We can get the word awesome. out. Everybody here, next time you're in Denver, this would that awesome. would be great to see you come in, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that would be excited to see you, hear your beautiful music. I mean, Thank even you. just hear you play Chariots of Fire, right? Oh, yeah, I recorded that. It's up for a <laughs> Grammy for that. You know, uh, and also I, I wanted to emphasize about my Tuesday night uh, fan page live. It's on Dino Fan Page. Dino Fan Page at Facebook. On Facebook. And then I, uh, you can watch some of my latest ones. You know, I just did one New Year's Eve. Uh, then t- tomorrow night I'll be doing it again at 8 p.m. And I'll be sitting at the piano and no telling what I'll – I talk to the people. They, they talk back, you know, and I'll play the requests. And it's just a fun time over a cup of coffee or a slice of my carrot cake. Right, exactly. So everybody, okay, one more time, tell us where to get the book, and then one more time, tell us how to find you on Facebook. Okay. Uh, the book, Hymn Restoration, 101 Treasured Hymns with Devotions, little historic background on each hymn, uh, can be got, can be purchased through the Nordskog Publishing Company, N-O-R-D-S-K-O-G, Publishing Company. Uh, I'm telling you, Dave, people are buying 10, 20, 25, 100 at a time. We just got an order the other day for 100. That's awesome. So this really tells me there's a real hunger for this kind of music again. So it's fresh to the young people and to the churches. Then, of course, now uh, I'll, be, I'll be releasing the first of the series of CDs, 25, the first 25 hymns, starting with Abide With Me, number one, 25, will be on the first CD. People can buy the whole set and be getting one a month of me actually playing, the, accompanying you as you sing. I'll be playing the intro, the Dino style, then you join me, I play the melodies loud and clear, you sing along with that, first verse, second verse, there'll be 25 of those on the first CD, and that can be gotten on BransonCake.com, BransonCake.com. BransonCake.com, Nordiskog, Nordiskog, Publishing Company, Publishing Company, and Dino Fan Page every Tuesday. Yeah. For the Facebook Live. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Dino. Uh, we really appreciate being on the show, and I, I hope everybody liked like to listen in to you, and I hope everyone goes and gets the book. And uh, lo- Everybody, go have some fun and listen to these yeah. really old hymns. Yeah. Hey, Dave, watch it tomorrow and text me. Tell me you're watching. Okay, I will, indeed. I'll even mention our little interview here. Awesome. That'd be great. Thank you so much, Dino. Hey, Dave, thank you. Pleasure. All right, Angie Austin here along with Adam. Adam is an ambassador with ARC, and when you shop at ARC, it helps the ambassadors. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. ARC is a tremendous benefit to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Now, there's a Saturday sale. Most items half off. If I'm a senior, 55 and over, on Tuesdays, most items are half off. How do we find out about that? ARCthrift.org. How about if I want to donate? Where do I donate? 303-238-JANE. You call them and they'll pick up whatever you need. Furniture, small, big. Medium. uh, Yep, absolutely. Uh, A small, big, medium. They'll bring the truck right on over. What's the number? 303-238-JANE. Yeah, they bring a truck right to your house. 303-238-JANE. 303-238-JANE. Does uh, ARC make you feel special? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought so. We are special. ARCthrift.org. As are you, ma'am. As are you. Thank you. Do you love working for ARC? I love... 
Rejuvenation on the Rocks is a cutting-edge medical facility in Greenwood Village that will have you looking and feeling your best. Roxy O'Brien transforms lives using a non-surgical revolutionary treatment called Cool Sculpting that targets, freezes, and eliminates fat cells in the areas of your body that are resistant to diet and exercise. With this non-invasive and effective procedure, you will start to see a difference fast. And the best part is that as a Good News listener, you will receive a buy three, get one free special on your Cool Sculpting package. Call Roxy at Rejuvenation on the Rocks at 720-328-9094 or go to Rejuvenation on the Rocks that's Rejuvenation on the ROX.com to start your cool sculpting package and be sure to tell Roxy that you are a good news listener to receive your special pricing deal. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com. AngieAustinRadio.com. Just click on contact me. I would would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Hey friend, Angie here. You may know Chef George Duran from his Food Network show, Ham on the Street, and most recently as host of TLC's Ultimate Cake Off. And he's also the author of Take This Dish and Twist It. And he's here to help us score big and put a twist on our own Super Bowl party. Welcome back, Chef George. Thanks for having me on, Angie. All right, so let's talk about, you know, you're known for putting a new twist on old recipes. So let's get into some of your Super Bowl dish <laughs> ideas. Yeah, well, so this year I'm going to be making some buffalo chicken empanadas. So my buffalo chicken empanadas are big. Simply mix some shredded rotisserie chicken with cream cheese, mozzarella, buffalo sauce, and stuff them into the empanada discs. These are empanada discs that you can find in almost any supermarket. But instead of frying these empanadas, I'm going to be air frying them. It removes the excess fat from your favorite recipes, resulting in crispy, tender, tastier foods without all the grease, by the way. So in this air fryer, you can actually air fry an entire chicken or even two whole bags of french fries, you know, for all your guests or your families, uh, if you have kids. It's a fantastic way to fit all the food you need to do, a whole meal right there in the uh, Phillips air fryer. Well, I love the idea of still getting the great taste of whatever it is you're frying, but not getting as much of the fat, because I, I checked that out because I wanted to look at your recipes this morning, and so I was already yeah. looking at it. Well, you know, one of the recipes that goes big are sliders, and everyone's heard of Cuban sandwiches. Well, I made Cuban sandwich sliders this uh, this weekend, and uh, so I pretty much take a, a package of sweet rolls. I had butter, mayo, some Swiss cheese cheese, and then a bunch of ham in there. It's got to be quality ham. In fact, today I'm going to be uh, using Kentucky Legend Quarter Sliced Hams. They're handcrafted, double smoked. They only have natural juices, and it's really convenient because they already come pre-sliced, ready to eat hot or cold, so it's easy to add to your favorite recipe. So once after the sliders are made, you can just put your leftovers in something like a ham and spinach and artichoke dip that I've also created and serve it up with some chips. And speaking of chips, uh, Angie, I assume you like your chips, right? 
Oh, who doesn't? My kids love them. Oh, you got you got to listen to this. So uh, Frito-Lay U.S. Snack Index poll. This poll is incredible. It's pretty much saying that people are planning to keep it easy and simple this year. In fact, over 80% plan to have potato chips or tortilla chips during the Super Bowl. Also, nearly half of Gen Z and millennials have selected cheesy snacks as a top pick, but also spicy snacks fared pretty high too. So nine out of 10 fans intend to have at least some kind of snack at the big game celebration. Angie, I'm going to assume that you're going to have some sort of potato chips or tortilla chip, right? Yeah, the kids like the spicy ones. Oh man, I love the spicy ones too. And then the cheesy ones too, I love it all with flavors, absolutely. And by the way, they're coming out with these Doritos Flaming Hot Nachos this year. They're going to be spectacularly delicious. Mm-mm-mm. All right, what else? All right, so one other thing that people ask me, they say, all right, we got the foods, high quality food. How about some high quality viewing for the big game? Because it's not just about your taste buds, it's about your eyes too. So I'm partnering up with LG and I'm happy to announce that they have these LG OLED TVs on sale now. These guys are bringing back Black Friday pricing for their upcoming sporting events. Their 55-inch B8 series is now available for under $1,500. The 65-inch under $2,300. That's seriously the lowest pricing ever for an LG OLED TV in these screenshot sizes. You can watch uh, sports, movies, your favorite celebrity chef with perfect black levels and intense color. It pretty much means a greater detail in the dark areas with no light bleeding with each one of those 8 million plus pixels. All right, Chef, I have to ask you with the ultimate cake off as well, any any like um, favorites or th- something you make? I, I don't know. I'm, we're kind of a cake family. I'm just addicted to cake and we don't make it a ton, but when we do make it, it's kind of fun to make it special. Anything that you really uh, trick up your sleeve for cakes? Yeah, in terms of ingredients, what I found that a lot of fruit purees really moisten up cake a lot. So I noticed that a lot of these professional bakers were bringing in uh, cakes that were made with fruit purees. It's not only adding some flavor, even if it's a pineapple puree or sweetness with apple puree, the fruit purees really add something else, uh, a lot of moisture to cake. So something to keep in mind if you want to make a nice, uh, fluffy, moist uh, cake ever. Love that. Great show. All right, where do we go for more info on your recipes? Yeah, all these recipes and more information on the LG, check out dailylounge.com. Dailylounge.com. Excellent. Thanks, Chef. Great to have you. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.